Du lytter til en podcast fra Evangelikirken. Good morning. Can you hear me all right? Kan I godt høre mig? working? Uh, we are so thankful to be here. Hvor er det skønt at være her. Thank you so much Pastor Joel and, and uh, Evangel Church. We are, we are grateful to be here today. And um, I really, I really quickly, gonna, yeah, I really quickly want to um, just, uh, my, um, my wife Anja. This is, this is my wife Anja. And uh, we just really also, she has something on her heart that she'd like to share about, uh, and to the church, uh, a message of gratitude. Hun har noget, hun gerne vil dele med jer, uh, så det gør hun nu her næste par øjeblikke. Yeah, before we start, just for, for a couple of minutes, I wanted to say thank you from behalf of all Ukrainian people for your care and your support. Jeg vil bare så gerne sige tak til jer fra hele det ukrainske folk for jeres støtte og jeres opmundring. It's been a very hard time for our country and for our people. Det har selvfølgelig været meget svær tid for vores land og vores folk. And we see so much pain and so much um, bad things happening because of the war. Og på grund af krigen så ser vi meget lidelse og mange slemme ting. And I want to say thank you for your support and not staying aside but reaching out with open hands. Og tak fordi I støtter ikke bare ved at stå ved vores side, men med udrakte hænder. We all here experience the support of your country and the support of all of you as a church. Vi har erfaret hvordan I har været med til at støtte os som nation og som kirke. So I'd really love to honor you and to say that we appreciate it very much. Så jeg bare gerne vise vores taknemmelighed over for den støtte I giver. And we experience God's Father's love through you all. Og igennem jer så oplever vi Guds Faders kærlighed. Thank you for supporting all the Ukrainians that came in and they can get together in this church and they they can have like fellowship and be together. Tak fordi I åbnede menigheden for at ukrainer kan komme her og have fællesskab og være i Guds kærlighed. And I also remember as I was a little girl and it was back in 90s late 90s. Og jeg kan huske tilbage da jeg var en lille pige i 90'erne. The group of Danish people would come to our church as missionaries. Så kom der en gruppe danske missionærer til vores menighed. And they would bring the word of God to our city and to our church. Og de kom med Guds ord til vores by og vores menighed. It was right after the Soviet Union broke apart. Og det, her, det var efter murens fald. And there was such a hunger for God and we didn't have any resources. Og der var sådan en sult og tørst efter Guds ord, og der var ingen ressourcer. But people from your nation would come and they would bless us with the word of God. Men så kom der danskere og velsignede os med Guds ord. And also want to say thank you for that. Og det vil jeg også bare udtrykke taknemmelighed over. Yeah, and I want to give word to my husband Dennis. Og ordet tilbage til min mand. Mm. Yeah. Praise God. I I just there's such a special presence of the Lord today in worship. Og var det en fantastisk Guds nærvær midt i lovsangen i dag. And, and as we're praying, I just I continue to just to say, Lord, I just give you everything. Just give you everything. Og mens vi lovpriser, så sagde jeg, Gud, jeg giver dig alt, jeg giver dig alt. Can we just say that? Say, Lord, I just give you everything. Og kan du ikke også sige det? Gud, jeg giver dig so, alt. Lord, I give my life to Gud, you. Gud, jeg giver mit liv. I surrender myself. Jeg overgiver mig helt til dig. Into your hands, oh God. I dine hænder. Everything that I am. Alt hvad jeg er. Everything that I have. Alt hvad jeg into you God I pour myself out like Mary sitting at your feet Lord I choose to give my best to you like the woman who poured out the oil of the alabaster oil on your feet som kvinde, der udgød alabasterolien på Jesu fødder. Lord, I give my best to you. Sådan giver jeg mit bedste til dig. Lord, I ask today. 
Sådan beder jeg her. That you would speak to us. At du taler til os. That you would move here. At du vil bevæge dig blandt os. And that we would have not just a visitation, but a habitation of your spirit. Og ikke bare vi får et besøg, men vi får en iboelse af dit nærvær. That's exactly what God wants to do. Og det er det Gud han ønsker at gøre for os. He does not just want to come and visit his people. Han ønsker ikke bare at besøge sit folk. The, the, the New Testament teaches us that God's desire has always been for habitation. Nye Testamentet lærer os, at Gud altid har ønsket at bo blandt os. This has been the story of God. Det er Guds fortælling. Ever since the beginning, He's been seeking communion with you and me. Lige fra skabelsen har han ønsket fællesskab med os. When we first moved, when I first moved to Ukraine four years ago, da jeg flyttede til Ukraine for fire år siden, we never expected for there to be a war. Forventede vi ikke, der ville komme en krig. That, I mean, I when I first came to Ukraine, it was in 2014 in the summertime. Jeg var der første gang uh, i sommeren 2014. We came to run a camp for kids. Vi var der for at have en børnelejr. And after this, I continued. I went back to America, and I was continued doing ministry there. Så tog jeg tilbage til USA for at fortsætte min tjeneste der. Within six months, I see in the news that there is a revolution happening in the very center city where I was walking not long ago. Men efter seks måneder så ser jeg i nyhederne at der er en revolution i gang lige præcis det område hvor vi havde været. I was in shock because I had those vivid those images vividly in my mind. I remembered being on those streets. Og det chokerede mig fordi jeg havde lige præcis gået på de gader. Within a few years, I was doing missions work. I, I served as a missionary in China for two and a half years and in Africa for other at other times. Og jeg har i, uh, I mellemtiden har jeg været i Kina i to og et halvt år i Afrika og lavet missionsarbejde. I remember the Lord beginning to speak to my heart about Ukraine. Men Gud har talt til mig om at tage til Ukraine. And I was wondering, Lord, why? I want to go to the unreached people groups. My heart burned for the unreached nations. Og, mi- og jeg sagde, hvorfor Gud? For mit hjerte brænder jo for de folk, der ikke har hørt evangeliet før. And you know, Ukraine has a very predominant Eastern Orthodox religion. Og som I måske ved, så er der en meget stærk uh, Øst-katolsk uh, tradition i Ukraine. You, you might have something uh, similar in, in Denmark, where this church is almost on every street it seems like. Og måske er det nærmest ligesom her i Danmark, hvor der er kirker på næsten hver gadehjørne. But I, I thought Lord this is not unreached. Men så jeg tænkte, Gud, det her det er jo ikke et uf, unået folk. What, I, what, what is there to do in Ukraine right now? Hvad kan jeg gøre i Ukraine? But I, I felt the Lord leading me there. Men jeg følte mig led til at tage dig til. And there was some very strong confirmations that God had given me. Og jeg blev jeg fik nogle stærke bekræftelser på at det var det jeg skulle gøre. I was in America in 2019. I 2019 da jeg var i USA. At a conference. I was when I've heard of this conference I was serving some students in in China. Jeg hørte om den her konference skulle finde sted mens jeg var i Kina. And I thought well, I I felt like the Lord is telling me to go to this to this event. Og jeg følte mig lidt til at jeg skulle tage til den konference. And then I looked up the event online. Og jeg undersøgte på internettet. And I found out that it's a one day conference. Og jeg fandt ud af det var kun én dag. Now if I took a shovel and I dug a hole in the city that I was living in China across to the other side of the world I would go to I would be at the city that this event was being held Hvis jeg gravede et hul der i den by jeg var i i Kina lige igennem jordkloden så ville jeg komme ud på den anden side i den by hvor konferencen It's skulle være on the other side of the world Det var bogstaveligt talt på den anden side af jorden 12 hour time zone difference uh, 22 timers forskel and the plane tickets were not cheap og det var ikke en billig flybillet. And I'm, and I'm a missionary in China. Jeg er missionær i Kina. I, I, I'm thinking, I'm going to fly to America for a one-day event. Skal jeg virkelig tage til USA for en dags skyld? This really needs to be the Lord. Så må Gud virkelig være med i det. So I, I, I start to fast and pray, and I'm asking God, is this you? Så jeg begyndte at bede og faste. Gud, er det virkelig det, du vil have? I took a step of faith, and I flew to this event. Og jeg tog et troskridt, og så tog jeg afsted. And uh, the, this event was geared towards praying and fasting for a missions movement to emerge. 
Og konferencen handlede om bøn og faste for at missionen måtte rejse sig. And I'm and I'm asking the Lord, Lord, I, I believe that you are raising in our generations a missions movement that will go to the unreached nations. Og bønden var Gud, vi har tro til at du vil bevæge dig blandt unge mennesker at de drager ud på missionsmarken and i andre nationer. On the stage comes out a group of different ministers, many of them very well known. Og op på scenen der træder en lang række forkyndere, nogle af dem meget kendte. And there's one a particular man who has a, a a gift that God uses to speak to people and give pro- prophetic words to people. Og en af dem han havde en profetisk tjeneste. And uh, and I'm thinking Lord it'd be wonderful if you would give me a sign or you would speak to me in some way. Og jeg tænkte, åh oh, Gud, ville det være dejligt hvis du talte til mig. And then I start to pray. Så jeg bad. And I said Lord, I don't need a famous person. I don't need any person particularly to speak to me. I just need you to speak to me. I need something from you. Og jeg sagde, Gud, jeg har ikke behov for en eller anden fin taler kommer til mig. Bare du taler til mig. And 15 seconds after I prayed this prayer. 15 sekunder senere. Now this event was in a football stadium. Og det her det foregik altså på en fodboldplads eller hvad, en, en fodboldarena. There were 60,000 people registered. Og der var 60.000 tilmeldt. That's a lot of people. Det er mange mennesker. That's a, a, I mean you're just in a crowd of people and you get lost. Du er i et søg af mennesker hvor man kan forsvinde. And I and I and this man starts speaking the microphone. Og øh, der bliver talt i mikrofonen. And he says and there's a man here. Og han siger der er en mand til stede her. And uh, your parents uh, your name is Dennis. Du hedder Dennis. And your parents are from Ukraine. Dine forældre er fra Ukraine. And you moved to America. Du flyttede til Amerika. And you moved to Washington state. Og du er flyttet til Washington state. Or, or to Washington DC he said. To Washington DC. Uh, is, it, is there somebody like this here? Er der en fyr der matcher det her? And I'm th- I'm thinking this is crazy. There's no way. I'm not I'm not picking up my hands. There has to be another Dennis here. Der må være en anden Dennis til stede her. And I know one is picking up their hands. Og ingen rækker hånden op. And my friends start to shout at me. So Dennis, raise your hands. Og alle mine venner råber til mig, Dennis, ræk hånden op. My parents are from Ukraine. I was living in Washington State near Seattle. Og alt det han har sagt, det var passet på mig. And and I raised my hand. Så jeg løftede hånden. And this is on live TV. Og det her, det er altså på fjernsyn. And so this, this, the, all the cameras go on me. Så alle kameraerne retter sig ind mod mig. There was for a long time this meme that was on the internet. Og i lang stykke tid, så var der en meme på internettet. Uh, of a, a picture of a young guy like this. Et billede af en fyr, der så sådan ud. Just shock all over my face. Because I didn't believe that this was happening. Jeg var i fuldstændig chok, fordi jeg ikke... Jeg kunne ikke det, der skete. And he begins to he begins to give, speak about my life very specifically. Og så får jeg et profetisk tale der er enormt specifik. Speaking about what kind of work I was doing in China. Hvad det var for noget arbejde jeg lavede i Kina. Speaking also what what he mentioned a different state that I was living in the state of Pennsylvania. Han nævnte også en anden stat i USA jeg havde boet i Pennsylvania. His word even mentioned uh, something that was similar to the name of my ministry. Han nævnte et navn der matcher eller ligger op af det navn som min min tjeneste And I realized, Lord, you're speaking. I moved. I went back to China after this. Så tog jeg tilbage til Kina. And I began to pray and ask the Lord, what do I do with this? Så sagde Gud, hvad gør jeg så med det her? And I felt the Lord speak to me again. Og Gud talte til mig igen. It's time to move to Ukraine. Flyt til Ukraine. And I'm thinking, oh, Lord, when? Hvornår, Gud? So again, I'm asking. I really felt it's a, it's a soon. It has to happen soon. So I packed up my bags and I landed into Kiev on June 5th, 2019. Og øh, den 5. juni 2019 der landede jeg i Ukraine. And within a year. 
Så lærte jeg min kone at kende. Hun var ikke min kone på det tidspunkt. And I realized the Lord called me to China to find my wife. Only to call to Ukraine to find my wife. Jeg forstod Gud havde kaldt mig til Ukraine for at finde min kone der. So I quickly got married. Så vi blev gift hurtigt. To make sure I complete the assignment of the Lord. Så jeg forstod at jeg havde opfyldt Guds kald til mig. It's the best assignment I've ever completed. Den bedste opgave jeg kunne have fået af Gud. Um, but in 10 months på 10 måneder, COVID begins. 10 måneder efter så starter uh, uh, pandemien. And um, the team that I was working with in China was kicked out. Og det team jeg arbejdede sammen med i Kina, de var blevet sparket ud. And I, I understood that if I had stayed there, I would have have to been kicked out as well. Og det gik godt for mig, var jeg forblevet der, så var det også sket for mig. Um, this word came to me. This 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 prophetic word came on February 24th, 2019. Den 24. februar 2019 der modtog jeg den her det her budskab fra Gud. Around 9:30 p.m. klokken uh, 9:30 uh, New York time. Om aftenen i New York. Uh, in in February 2022. And, and now in 2022. Yeah, uh, 22. A lot of the news was talking about that Russia was putting soldiers and and uh, forces by the borders of Ukraine. I februar der snakkede man om nyhederne om at nu var russerne begyndt at flytte deres her hen mod grænsen til Now, Ukraine. If you know the history of Ukraine is very complicated and is very it's a very difficult history. Og kender du Ukraines historie så er det en meget uh, konfliktfyldt og svær uh, uh, historie. Millions of people have have been have been killed there throughout different generations. Gennem mange generationer så er der millioner af mennesker der er blevet dræbt. From Holodomor which is a, uh, a man created famine fra en menneskeskabt hungersnød to it also being the front lines of the world wars for many different times. Plus at det også har været brudfladen mellem de to store verdenskrige. And and the people there have have been through a lot. Så det her folkeslag har været igennem rigtig meget. From from different manipulation and corruption and so on. Fra korruption og misbrug og så videre. And and so when the news starts talking about things, they don't always take it very uh, they always take it with a grain of salt. Så når nyhederne, de kommer med et eller andet rapportage, så skal man altid tage det med en vis grænsalt. No one really thought that this war was going to happen. Ingen tænkte, ah, det kommer det kommer ikke til at ske noget. I, mean, I, I didn't think the war was going to happen. Jeg troede ikke, der ville ske noget. I was thinking, ting. this is probably another one of those little propaganda tools from Moscow. That's... Jeg tænkte, ah, det er nok bare Moskva, der laver endnu en, 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 en opstilling. And we felt peace to stay. Så, så vi følte fred ved at skulle blive i landet. And we didn't really we we didn't know what is going to happen, but we just felt peace. Vi vidste ikke hvad der ville ske, men vi havde bare den der oplevelse af fred. And then around the 21st of February, we felt the, the Lord again speaking to us. Og den 21. februar så talte Gud til os igen. We felt like okay, maybe we need to leave the city. Måske bør vi forlade byen. Again, we didn't really know this war was going to happen. Vi vidste ikke om der ville komme en krig. And So we thought, well, let's make a missions trip and we'll take a team and we'll travel through western Ukraine for two weeks and we'll come back. Lærs, lær en lille missionsrejse og og rejse igennem den vestlige del af Ukraine. So if you remember this prophetic word that I got was on February 24th in 2019. Så den 24. februar 2019 havde jeg fået et profetisk ord. That was February 23rd in Kiev. Nu var det så den 23. februar. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm mixing that up. It was 23rd in America, it was 24th in Kiev. Okay, det var den 23. i Amerika, da jeg fik det profetiske ord. Nu yeah, var det den 24. Yeah, because of the time zones. So, three, three years to the date. Så på nøjagtigt på, på treårsdagen for det profetiske ord. Almost to the exact hour of that prophetic word. Næsten præcis på klokkeslettet. Bombs begin to fall on Kiev and, and different cities in Ukraine. Så falder der bomber rundt omkring i Kiev og resten af Ukraine. 
That for me was a shock. Det var jo et chok for mig. Realizing that that God knew this was going to happen, although he does not want it to happen. Gud havde allerede forudset det, selvom det ikke var noget, han ønskede. But there was a lot of questions that we had that we didn't know how to solve. Og der var masser af spørgsmål, som vi slet ikke kunne besvare. This was very different than the strategic planning that our ministry had for the next few years. Det er noget helt anderledes noget, end at lave sådan en strategisk plan for sin, for sin tjeneste. I guess uh, we had to change our, strate- our strategic planning. <laughs> vi var nødt til at fuldstændig ændre vores plan for fremtiden. And so we went from hosting missions trips to running evacuations from some of the areas that were being invaded. Så i stedet for at lave missionsrejser, så lavede vi evakueringsrejser. Hundreds and hundreds of, mission, uh, of, of refugees started to flood into the city in the west that we were in. Hundredvis af, af flygtninge kom ind fra de byer og, og der hvor vi holdt til. We came to this to that city just a few days before the war started, so we were able to join with another organization and start taking in these people. Og sammen med en anden missionsorganisation så tog vi imod alle flygtningene. And many men who were taking their their wives and their children to the borders were coming back and saying, I'm not I'm not conscripted to fight in the military, but I want to help. What can I do? Og mange mænd havde fragtet deres koner og børn til grænsen og kom så tilbage og sagde, jeg kan ikke være en del af herren, men hvordan kan jeg hjælpe til? And churches were saying, hey, we have all these cars. Uh, Can you use them? Do you need them for anything? Og kirkerne kom og sagde, vi har en masse biler. Kan I bruge dem til noget? So we started off with just the two or three vehicles and quickly grew to 15 vans that were constantly going east to extract people from crisis areas. Så vi gik fra hyperbiler til at have 15 uh, busser der kunne fragte folk frem og tilbage. We were going into cities that that at one point were even at that point were already evacuated but there were people with disabilities that could not leave their houses. Og vi tog hen til byer hvor der var handicappede som vi kunne uh, som vi hjalp ud. So our team took out the seats of the cars, put mattresses on them and started going into the high apartment buildings with no elevators to get people out who could not get out of their houses. Så vi tog sæderne ud af busserne og lagde madrasser i bunden og så gik vi ind i de høje skyskrabere hvor folk de boede og ikke kunne komme ud for der ikke var nogen elevator. One time as we were driving into a city vi kom ind i en by en gang. The GPS's on the on the phones start going berserk and they start spinning around and they don't know where to go. Og GPS'en på vores telefoner går pludselig amok. We had all the correct humanitarian aid documents to get through military checkpoints, but for some reason at this checkpoint the military stops us and checks all the cars. Uh, vi havde dokumentation på at vi gerne ville lave humanitært arbejde, men vi blev stoppet ved et checkpoint. And because they stopped us, we got held up by about 15 minutes. Og so. det de forsinkede os cirka 15 minutter. And as we're driving, we don't know where we're going because the GPS is going crazy. Og GPS'en er gået amok, så vi ved ikke rigtigt hvor vi kører hen. We were supposed to pass this city to go to another one to pick up a group of people. Vi skulle være kørt igennem en by for at komme ind til en anden by og hente nogle mennesker. And all of a sudden, they see missiles falling out of the sky right in front of them and hit the train station. Men pludselig lige foran os så falder missilerne ned og rammer en togstation. There was hundreds of people at that train station. Og der var hundredvis af mennesker lige ved den togstation. Maybe you heard about this on the news. Måske hørte om det i nyhederne. Our, our team was there. Vores team var der. I believe the Lord set this up so they could be right there at that time because as soon as this happened, they started to evacuate all the people. Og jeg tror det var Gud der satte timingen op for os, fordi vi kunne være lige det rigtige sted på det rigtige tidspunkt. I will not I will, I will spare you of some of the of the devastating stories. I will share only the 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 good ones. Jeg skal nok lade være med at fortælle om de ubehagelige detaljer og så kun fortælle de gode historier. But I know that uh, you know there was one woman, lady who got struck with a shrapnel and the, the team was able to put a, a 
a tourniquet on her leg and save her life. Ja, der var en kvinde blandt andet, hun fik en, en stor raketsplint i benet, men de fik forbundet hende og reddet hendes liv. And, and these were some of the ways that we saw God working through this whole crisis. Sådan så vi, at Gud førte os i hele den her krise. We have family friends that are in the military. Vi har familie og venner, som er i militæret. And they often share the stories of how much of a difference it makes when the when people in the the command teams have Christians that are praying. Og de fortæller os hvordan hvor stor en forskel det er når der er en 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 leder i et team et militært team som tror og som beder. Simply when when they're when they're going through a fields and all of a sudden they just start getting hit with artillery all they can do is drop on the floor. Og når de går igennem et et område og pludselig så bliver de beskudt og de kan ikke gøre andet end at kaste til jorden. And one of the stories they drop on the floor and they're just simply this team one of the guys is just praying for them. Og, og mens de, en af historierne er mens de ligger der på marken så er der en der begynder When the strike is over, they see that the hits were everywhere except for where the team was. It's all the all the hits missed them. Og da angrebet er slut, så kigger ned og så kan de se alle de raketter, alle de skud der har været, har lige præcis ikke ramt nogen af dem der lå nede på jorden. Civilians in their houses praying, asking the Lord to protect them. Der er civile mennesker i husene som beder om Gud må beskytte dem. All of a sudden, a missile crashes through their building and it doesn't explode. Og så er der pludselig en missil der flyver igennem huset, men ikke eksploderer. Same thing. We have friends that this same situation happened in their church. Vi har haft andre der har fortalt det er sket for dem i deres menighed. The, the church is housing hundreds of refugees. Mens der var hundredvis af flygtninge inde i kirken. They're praying and they're worshiping. Så beder de og, og synger lovsange. And in a, in, a, in a few weeks or a few days or so, I'm not the time, but within some time, they go up and they find out that a missile had hit the church but didn't explode. Uh, og efter nogle dage så går det op for dem at en missil har ramt bygningen men ikke eksploderet. God is a God who answers prayer. Fordi Gud han er en Gud der besvarer bøn. And I and I believe that that he 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 works very practically in our lives. Og Gud er meget praktisk. We do not just incorporate God into our life. Vi tager ikke bare Gud med i vores liv. He is our life. Han er vores liv. He is the source of life. Kilden til liv. Without him we don't know how to live. Uden ham kan vi ikke leve. And he shows himself not just to be a religious figure or some sort of religious idea. He works and integrates in everything that we do. Han er ikke bare en religiøs idé, han er en helt, helt integreret del af vores liv. When we lack seeing a manifestation of God in our life, når vi ikke oplever Gud manifestere sig i vores liv, it is not because God is withholding us; it's because we may have limited what access we give Him. Så det er ikke fordi Gud han holder tilbage, så er det fordi vi måske nogle gange kommer til at begrænse ham i at gøre noget for os. There's been over 8 million refugees now that have gone into Europe from Ukraine. Og 8 millioner har nu flygtet fra Ukraine ind i Europa. And we've seen the Lord working through the body of Christ like Og vi har set hvordan kirken er blevet brugt. Thank you so much for what you've done. Så tak fordi I har været med. Yesterday we had three people go into the water and come out brand new. Går var der tre der blev døbt her i dobsbassin. Hallelujah. And this is not the first time. Og det her det er jo ikke første gang. There's there churches being planted in different countries. Der bliver plantet menigheder rundt omkring i forskellige lande. I I I'm convinced that 99% of the people that have fled Ukraine at some point were touched by by the body of Christ in a in a significant way. Ja, opvist om at 99% af alle dem der har flygtet og forladt landet er blevet mødt af en kirke, er blevet mødt af Kristi læme på en eller anden måde. Uh, the war came as a shock and before most of the government could act, the church was already on the ground. Uh, 
krigen kom som et chok, og inden regeringen egentlig kunne reagere på det, så var kirken allerede i gang. When when refugees are running to the borders of Ukraine and didn't know where to go, it was the body of Christ that was meeting them, giving them a hot meal and telling them where they can go. Så der flygtninge løb mod grænsen, så var det kirken der kom dem i møde med varm mad og hjælp. And I and I believe that we are living in a special time in history. Og vi lever i en helt særlig tid som uh, som enhed. When this war began, I, I was asking the Lord, Lord, what, what about those dreams that we had of a missions movement? Og dengang, da krigen brød ud, så sagde jeg til Gud, hvad med de drømme, vi havde om en missionsbevægelse? And I, the Lord spoke to me through the book of Acts. Og i Apostlenes Gerninger, der talte Gud til mig igennem skriften. He reminded me how the first missions movement began. Og mindede om, hvordan den første missionsbevægelse fandt sted. Let me tell you something. It wasn't from a conference. Det startede ikke ved en konference. The missions movement that we see in the New Testament didn't begin from a seminar. Men missionsbevægelsen der fandt sted i Nyt Testamentet skete ikke ved et seminar. They didn't even get a chance to lay hands on people. De begyndte ikke engang med håndspålæggelse. Stephen was murdered. Stephanus blev stenet. It was chaos. Det var kaos. It was tragedy. Det var tragedie. People were afraid for their life. Der var angst og frygt for livet. They were running to get away to safety. De flygtede i sikkerhed. But as they went. Og i det de drog afsted. The hand of the Lord was upon them. Så var Guds hånd på dem. Which that language in the scriptures indicates that it was the power of God working with them og, in miracle signs and wonders. Og skriften indikerer at Gud han virkede igennem det med tegn og under. That he was working through this situation and today you and I are believers because of something because of a man who lost his life. Gud brugte den, tradi- den, den situation til at forandre tingene, sådan så vi er der, hvor vi er i dag. Who sowed a seed through his life. Der blev sået en sæd igennem den mands tragedie. And his life did not go in vain. Og det var ikke spildt. And the believers that went og de troende der drog ud fra det, they did not take this man Jesus to be a private matter. Så så de ikke bare på Jesus som en personlig uh, ting. He was their life. Han var hele deres. They liv. had to make him known. Så de var nødt til at gøre ham kendt. There was something about this man Jesus that even as they were fleeing, they were speaking about him. Der var noget ved den Jesus de kendte så selv da de var på flugt, var de nødt til at tale om ham. And if we cannot do that today, that means that we need an encounter with this man. Og hvis vi ikke er i stand til at gøre det i dag, så er det fordi vi har behov for et nyt møde med ham. Because unless I meet him, I cannot be convinced of his worthiness. For har jeg ikke mødt ham, så har jeg ikke forstå den storhed han har. A devoted life is always a response to revelation. Et overgivet liv er altid en, 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 en afspejling af en uh, åbenbaring. I cannot teach someone to have faith. Jeg kan ikke give nogen tro. Faith is a response to what I have seen God tro to be. Tro er en reflektion af en afspejling af det jeg har set Gud er. When God speaks to Abraham, he says, "I am the Lord who provides to you." Da Abraham møder Gud, så siger Gud, "Jeg er den der forsørger dig." He revealed an aspect of his nature. Han åbenbarede en del af sig selv for ham. That Abraham was then required to believe on and live according to. Og det troede Abraham på at leve ud fra. And I want to encourage you today. Lad mig opmuntre dig. Let this empower you. Lad det her bestyrke dig. Let this dig. encourage you. Lad det opmuntre dig. That God wants to reveal himself to you. At han ønsker at åbenbare sig for dig. That what we see in the life of the believers in the book of Acts. Så det vi 
ser i, i uh, åbenbaringsbogen eller i, uh, i apostlenes gerninger. Occurred because these people they knew the man Jesus. Var noget der skete fordi de kendte personen Jesus. And if anyone says that they know Jesus, they need to walk as he walked, right? That's what the scripture teaches. Og skriften lærer os at kender man Jesus, så skal man vandre som han vandrede. That means that God wants to reveal himself. Så Gud ønsker åbenbare sig for os. Even more than you and I want to know him. Endnu mere end vi ønsker det. He draws the initiative. Han tager initiativ. He is inviting us today. Og inviterer os ind. He is calling us to something much deeper than what we have ever imagined. Kalder os til noget endnu dybere end vi kunne forestille os. And in when when the spirit of the Lord was hovering over the face of the waters in the book of Genesis. Da vi læser i Apostlenes gerninger at ånden svævede over vandene. We have a picture of what the what the Old Testament portrays the spirit of the Lord as. Så får vi et billede på hvordan Gamle Testamentet beskriver ånden. Remember when John the Baptist was preaching there was no old, there was no New Testament yet. Der uh, Johannes Døberen han prædiker så var der jo ikke noget nyt testamente endnu. There was not a developed idea of who the Holy Spirit is. Der var ikke en udviklet et udviklet koncept for at forstå hvad Helligånden er. And so in Luke chapter 3:16 when he talks about that someone coming who will baptize them in the Holy Spirit and fire the Jews understood that a certain way. Så når Lukas 4:16 siger at at der vil komme en og døbe jer med ånd og med ild så forstod jøderne det på en bestemt måde. In the Old Testament uh, in narrative the, the the spirit of the lord when he, when it was functioning was often associated with the act, with the actions of prophecy uh, i gamle testamente når man så læser der om at guds ånd uh, gør noget så handler det altså om det profetiske it had prophetic connotations to it der var en uh, profetisk sammenhæng for example when saul was coming by this group of the prophets and it says that the spirit of the lord was on them that was appearing as these people were prophesying da Saul, Saul han møder uh, profeterne uh, og Guds ånd kommer over ham så kommer det til udtryk gennem profetisk tale and so we see this also in the book of Genesis when the spirit of the Lord is hovering over the face of the water. The spirit of God is depicted in a way where he has creative he, he has creative power. Ånden beskrives som iboende skabende kraft. And that creative power is released by speaking. Og den kraft forløses gennem tale. Again, you see the association with the prophetic function. Så I ser nok sammenhængen med det profetiske og Guds ånd. In the book of Proverbs, wisdom is spoken about being by God's side and always delighting in him. I Rosbrugernes bog, der er Guds ånd noget, der står ved vores side og altid glædes ved ham. It was said that, uh, that, that wisdom was actually was, was God's delight. Der står at wisdom havde Guds velbehag. And the way that wisdom is shown in the book of Proverbs is in a feminine or a woman figure as she is standing in the marketplace and she's speaking to the crowds of people. Og wisdom beskrives som en kvindelig skikkelse der står på markedspladsen og taler til folket. That means God's way of showing himself is always Um, is always done through is always done through the spirit of revelation. He wants he wants to reveal himself. Så endnu en gang så ser vi at Guds ånd kommer til udtryk gennem ord der bliver talt der åbenbarer ham. And and as the picture of woman wisdom of this lady wisdom inviting people so is the Lord inviting us to come and taste that and see who he is. Og ligesom visdom kalder os til fællesskab så den kalder Gud også os til fællesskab med sig. This is this is 
absolutely necessary for the Christian walk. Det er helt afgørende for den troendes vandring. Because the, the, the Christian life is characterized by the Holy Spirit coming inside of us and giving us God's own heart. Det kristne liv kendetegnes ved at vi modtager Guds ånd og ud og afspejler det. Meaning God is not just telling you do this and this and this and I do it because I have to. Ikke bare Gud han siger gør sådan og sådan og sådan og så gør jeg det fordi jeg skal. No no no. This, the way that the Christian life works is God says this and I do it because I want to. Nej nej, det er at Gud han siger gør sådan her og så gør jeg det fordi jeg har lyst til det. He changes my heart. Fordi mit hjerte er forandret. He takes out my old heart and gives me a new one. Jeg får et nyt hjerte. Jesus shows us how to live this way. Og Gud han viser os hvordan vi lever den. He says I don't do anything by myself. Jeg gør ikke noget ved mig selv, siger But Jesus. But only what I see the Showing us that in our life we are given the spirit of revelation. That we might hear and see what God is doing. Så vi kan høre og se hvad Gud gør. And understand that we are His children. Og forstå vi er hans børn. That we are created in His image. Skabt i hans billede. That when I see God, når jeg ser ham. I understand who I really am. Så forstår jeg hvem jeg er. In the prayer when it says let your kingdom come, let your will be done. Så når vi beder bønden lad dit rige komme og lad din vilje ske. I cannot pray that prayer adequately. Så kan jeg ikke bede den bøn tilstrækkeligt. Unless I understand what the kingdom of heaven is like. Uden at forstå hvad Guds rige er. How can I say let your kingdom come but I have no idea what I'm praying. Hvordan kan jeg bede om at Guds rige må komme uden at vide hvad det handler om? That means it is it is already provided for us that God actually wants to show you what the kingdom is like. Så det er allerede givet til os hvad Guds rige er så vi kan se det. But that requires relationship. Og det kommer ud af et fællesskab. That requires listening. At vi lytter. God actually wants to come near to you and show you the way to walk in. Gud han ønsker at komme dig nær og vise dig hvordan du kan gå med ham. He didn't just give us his word so that we can memorize it. Vi har ikke bare fået Guds ord givet for at memorere det. He gave us he gave us his words so that he can lead us by by inspiration according to what his will is. Men så det kan være en inspiration for os så vi kan vandre i hans vilje. We 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 must be attentive listening to him in our everyday. At vi må være knyttet til ham så vi kan høre hans stemme hver dag. Lord here I am. Her er jeg her. I've come to do your will. Jeg kommer for at gøre din vilje. Teach me the ways of your heart. Lær mig dine veje. Show me how to walk. Vis mig hvordan jeg Teach skal vandre. Lær mig at leve. I want to know your voice. Lær mig lad din lær mig din røst at kende. Paul teaches on this. Paulus han underviser om det her. When he says that once we were blind. Han siger en gang så var vi blinde. But Jesus opened our eyes. Jesus åbnede vores øjne. And now we see Jesus for who he is. Og nu kan vi se ham som han er. You know this is interesting. There's a Jesus says that no one has seen God at any time or it's written in the in 1st John or John jump chapter 1 I'm sorry that no one has seen God at any time. Uh, Johannes 1 siger at ingen har set Faderen eller ingen har set Gud. But the only begotten son who is in the heart of the father has revealed him to us. Andre end han som allerede bor i Gud Faders hjerte har åbenbart ham for os. Well, well how does that work? Hvordan hænger det lige sammen? Because Moses saw God, right? Moses saw God. Adam saw God. Adam saw God. Enoch walked with God. Enoch vandrede med Gud. Jacob wrestled with God. Jakob han slås med Gud. Elijah was taken up in the chariot of fire, so he had that that encounter with God. Elias han red på karreten til Gud. Abraham saw God when they when he came to him in his tents. Abraham han så Gud ved sin telte. 
So what does it mean that no one has ever seen God? Så det betyder at ingen har set Gud. And that the Son has revealed Him. Men at sønnen har åbenbart ham for os. Did God change? Uh, har Gud forandret sig? In some way that did Jesus bring to us some sort of new way of of knowing God or a new way of 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 having God in our life? You understand? Did did Jesus give us a new God? In other words. Gav Jesus os en ny Gud eller en ny måde at opleve Gud på? No, Jesus came to reveal to us who God has been the whole entire time. Nej, Jesus kom for at åbenbare hvad Gud hele tiden havde været. Jesus comes and he says, "This is who I have been the whole entire time." Han kommer og siger, det det jeg hele tiden har været. The New Testament does not change God. Nye Testamentet ændrer ikke Gud. Jesus doesn't change God. Jesus ændrer ikke Gud. He shows us who he's been the whole time. Men han viser os hvem han Gud hele tiden har været. He shows us his heart og viser os hans hjerte. And now through Jesus. Og ved Jesus. As we see God for who he is. Når vi søger Gud. As we behold him. Og kigger på ham. We are also being transformed. Så bliver vi forvandlet. From glory to glory. Fra herlighed til herlighed. That is an exchange that happens. Det er en udveksling der sker. As, and we pour ourselves out to him. Når han, han, hvor han giver til os og vi giver til ham. This is the function of the spirit of the Lord. Det er Guds ånds funktion. This is necessary for our life. Og er helt nødvendig i vort liv. As Christians, we are called to live by the spirit of revelation. Som troende er vi kaldet til at leve i åbenbarelse. The evidence of a healthy life. Det er a healthy Christian life. Vidnesbyrdet om et godt sundt kristen liv is the continuing revelation of the knowledge of God. Er åbenbaring af Guds ånd. That you're always seeing God. Say, oh, I see him more than what I did yesterday. As we see more of him today than we did yesterday. That scripture that says we're being transformed by the gl- into the glory of the Lord. This scripture where it says we are being transformed made it possible that every every day of our life we can become more and more like him. Fortæller os blot at vi kan blive mere og mere lige ham hver for hver dag der går. It's not us being stuck in sin and always trying to get out of sin. Ikke at vi er bundet op i synd og vi ligesom hænger fast. It has been it's just being set free from the kingdom of darkness and brought into Nej, the light. Nej, vi er sat fri fra mørkets rige og ført ind i hans elskede søns rige. But now as children we need to learn a new way to live. Og nu skal vi lære den nye måde at leve og vandre på. I'm going to finish with this. Lad mig runde af med følgende. So this new way of life, what does it look like? Det nye liv vi har i ham, hvad er det? Paul teaches and he says if we live in the spirit let us also walk in the spirit. Paulus han siger hvis vi lever i ånden så skal vi også vandre. So many of us Christians were wondering well how do I get into the spirit? How do I how do I how do I get there? Så mange kristne spørger hvordan kan jeg leve i ånden? Paul's point is different. Paulus han har en You're not trying to get into the spirit. Vi prøver ikke at komme ind i ånden. He says if you live in the spirit. Han siger hvis du allerede lever i ånden. Walk according to the spirit. Så vandrer i efter efter det. I'm already there. Du er der allerede. I'm in the spirit. Du er allerede i ånden. Through faith in Jesus Christ. Ved tro på Jesus Kristus. I'm not trying to get in him. Jeg prøver ikke at komme ind I'm i Gud. In him. Jeg er med. That is my starting position. Det er mit udgangspunkt. The more I realize this. Og jo mere jeg indser det. The more I can live with him and through him. Så so det mere him. kan jeg leve med ham for ham og ved ham. I wake up in the morning. Jeg vågner om morgenen. I'm in the Holy Spirit. Så er jeg i den hellige ånd. I walk through my day. Jeg går igennem mit uh, dag. I'm in the Holy Spirit. Igennem min lød af min dag så er jeg i Guds ånd. And I look to him. Og jeg kigger mod ham. I said Jesus. Og siger Jesus. You're here. Du er her allerede. Thank you for being here. Tak fordi du er her. Show me how to walk. Vis mig hvordan jeg vandrer i det. I'm ready to do your will. Jeg er klar til at gøre din vilje. I'm attentive to you. Jeg lytter efter dig. And he will move. Og så gør han sit værk. We live in the spirit. 
Vi lever allerede i ånden. Therefore we must walk according to him. Og derfor så skal vi også vandre i overensstemmelse med. Because this is what he desires. For det er det her, der er hans ønske. This is what he's made available. Det er det han allerede har gjort tilgængeligt for os. And this is this is the Christian life. Det er det kristne liv. No longer I who live. Ikke længere jeg der lever. But Christ who lives in me. Men Kristus lever i mig. That is not just scripture. Det er ikke bare noget der står i Bibelen. That that we quote som vi kan citere. It has meaning. Det betyder noget. Jesus is literally living inside of me. Jesus bor virkelig i mig. Let him live through us. Og så vi lader ham også leve igennem os. In Jesus name. I Jesu navn. I want to stand and pray. Kan vi rejse os op og bede sammen? Lord, Herre, I ask right now. Jeg beder that you would reveal yourself. At du åbenbarer for os. Spirit of wisdom and revelation. Åbenbaringsvisdomsånd. We ask that you would open our eyes. Vi beder om at åbne vores øjne. To show us who you are. Så vi kan se hvem du virkelig er. We want to hear your voice. Vi vil høre din røst. I ask you right now. Og derfor beder jeg. To cleanse our hearts. Rens vores hjerter. From everything that makes us dull. For alt der gør os sløve. That we might hear you in a new way again. Så vi igen kan høre dig på en frisk måde. To you again. Så vi kan blive følsomme over for din stemme. Right now in Jesus name. Lige nu. Come and blow. Kom og blæs Let på the os. winds of the Holy Spirit. Lad Helligåndens vinde come. komme over os. Awaken love. Genvæk kærlighed. Awaken that first love for God. Genvæk kærligheden til Gud igen. We come to know you. Vi er kommet for at kende dig. In the name of Jesus. I Jesu navn. Right now there is oftentimes we are we we can't we have a hard time walking with God because we're so stuck in our past. Vi kan nogle gange være så bundet op på vores fortid så vi ikke kan vandre med Gud. We become tangled in our emotions. Og vi bliver helt sammenfiltret i vores følelser. Paul is saying leave it behind. Paulus siger efterlad det. Look towards ahead. Kig fremad. So right now. Så lige nu. Close your eyes. Luk dine øjne. And and just Imagine Jesus Christ Og så forestil dig, at Jesus står lige foran dig. The King of Kings, right Kongernes konge. And he's looking at you. Og han kigger på dig. Take your life into your hands. Tag nu og læg dit liv i dine hænder. Pour out your heart into what you have in your hands. Just hold Hæng your hands in front of you. Hæng dit hjerte ned i dine hænder. Just hold your hands right in front of you. Og hold dine hænder foran dig. And say, Jesus. Og så sig Jesus. Here is my life. Her er mit liv. I placed it at your feet. Jeg lægger det ved dine fødder. Everything. Alt hvad jeg er. Now open, have open hands before the Lord. Og så åbn dine hænder over for Gud. As your life is right here in nu front ligger, of you. Nu ligger dit liv foran ham. I want you to take one step forward. Så prøv at tage et lille skridt foran. Into the Lord Jesus. Ind i Gud. Now. And say Jesus, I stand in you. Og så siger du Jesus, nu står jeg i dig. I stand on the cornerstone. Jeg står på dig som er min hovedjørnesten. I live inside of you. Og jeg bor og lever i dig. And you live inside of me. Og du lever i mig. My past behind me. Min fortid er bag mig. Christ in me. Kristus i mig. Christ before me. Kristus foran mig. Christ all around me. Kristus hele vejen rundt Christ om mig. Christ above me. Over mig. Christ underneath me. Under mig. Christ through me. Kristus gennem mig. All that I am. Alt hvad jeg er. Belongs to you. Tilhører dig. I leave my past. Jeg efterlader min fortid. I leave my struggles. Jeg efterlader mine kampe. I leave my doubts. Min tvivl. I entrust it to you. Og jeg betror det til dig. And I stand in you right now. Og nu stiller jeg mig i dig. Now let him speak to you right now. Lad nu ham tale til dig. Just stay quiet before the Lord. Og vær stille foran ham et øjeblik. Let him speak to you. Prøv at lade ham tale til dit hjerte. Holy Spirit. 
I ask you to touch every person here right now. Helion, jeg beder dig om at røre hver enkelt person. Would you touch every heart? Rør hver dit hjerte. Would you rekindle that fire? Gentænd flammen. Would you stir that first love again? Genvæk den første kærlighed i hjertet. Would you awaken, please, Lord, our sensitivity to you? Forny vores følsomhed over for dig. In the name of Jesus Christ. Right now, if you're in this place and and you want, and you you want a fresh, just a refreshing, the Lord to refresh your relationship with Him. Hvis du er her og du har den oplevelse, at jeg har behov for at få genopfrisket min relation to med Jesus, renew you. så du kan blive fornyet. I, I want you, uh, if we can ask the per, uh, for worship to come up, but I want to Victor invite you to come up front. Så vil jeg invitere dig til at komme herop foran. And, and we want to pray with you. Og så vil jeg gerne bede sammen. So just please come up front now. Så hvis du har behov for det, så kom herop og så vil jeg gerne bede for dig. And and if that's not you, you can stay in your place and just stay with the Lord. Og hvis ikke det gælder dig, så kan du bare blive nede på din plads og, og være hos Gud. But you come close there. We have a team. Our team uh, is going to pray. Så bare stille dig herop og ikke herop foran. Any other person og så kommer der en der beder for dig. On the pastoral team, if you want to come and minister. Så kommer der en eller anden der beder for dig om et øjeblik. And just close your eyes and bare kom don't, herop, kom don't herop, wait frem for en stille herop foran. to come to you. Kom her på første række. Kom, 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 kom. Yeah, come and kom. don't wait kom. for someone to come to you. Jeg vil vente på nogen kommer ned til dig. Kom her op og stil dig her op. Og så bare begynde at bede til Gud. Thank you Jesus. Halleluja. Halleluja. Amen. Amen. Det er en fantastisk formiddag vi har haft, ikke? Min far sagde altid efter sådan en møde, jeg har det som om, at jeg har været i kirken. Sådan har vi det i dag. Jeg har det som om, at jeg har været i kirke. <laughs> Gud er god. Hans trofasthed, det varer til evigtid. Amen. Lad os alle sammen rejse os. Og oven på sådan en fantastisk vidunderlig formiddag, hvor Gud har mødt os. Helion har betjent os. Jesus har været midt i blandt os. Lad os ikke gå fra dette sted, uden at modtage hans velsignelse. Så modtager Herrens velsignelse. For Herren velsigner dig, og Herren bevarer dig. Herren lader sit ansigt lyse over dig, og være dig nådig. Herren løfter sit åsyn mod dig, og giver dig fred. Amen. Amen. Gud velsigner. Du har lyttet til en podcast fra Evangelikirken på Frederiksberg. Vil du vide mere om kirken, kan du besøge vores hjemmeside evangelikirken.dk eller finde linket i beskrivelsen. Tak fordi du lyttede med.